أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على Respected elders, beloved brothers, friends, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down into this world Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam. Allah ta'ala has selected amongst people Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent his message to the masses via Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam. We find from time to time 
This was the Sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had selected amongst a nation the best amongst them and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent his angel Jibreel alayhi salatu wa salam with the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we know from the time of Adam alayhi salatu wa salam right till our beloved Habib Mustafa Mujtaba sallallahu alayhi wa sallam approximately 124,000 in certain riwayat to Twenty-four thousand. That is why we mention approximately, because we don't want to say we don't want to say one hundred twenty-four thousand, and we are missing out other Ambi Ali Salatu Salam that had come. So we say approximately one hundred twenty-four thousand Ambi Ali Salatu Salam, and Ambi Ali Salatu Salam had come unto Allah selected them to, to give His message, and His purpose was to go to the people and call them to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and Allah Subhanahu. Allah's message to them was divine and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had protected it for that time, for that specific time. Unlike the Quran Majid, the message that come to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had taken a wa'ana in the Quran, inna nahnu nazzalna zikra wa inna lahu lahafidun, that we have sent down the revelation, the zikr, the reminder, the Quran Majid, and wa inna lahu lahafidun, and verily we are the ones that will protect it. For any religion, if a person was going to comparative religion, and he wants to show the authenticity of his religion, he needs something of solid evidence and proof. If the Christian wants to come and debate with us, then we will say to him, bring us that which is truth, which is proof that we have full evidence, and on that we can rule our basis, we can have our debate. So they'll bring the Bible, and when we will tell them the Bible is not enough as a proof and evidence for us, because the Bible itself has been interpreted. And they will ask you why, and then we will show them a different different Bibles contradicting each another, and then already from the beginning you will find there's no reason to even debate with a Christian, because his sources are not strong enough. So the Quran Majid is the basis and the proof and evidence that Islam is strong, and Islam is everlasting, and Islam is a religion that has no contradictions and has no problem with it. It answers all your questions. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had taken the wa'da and the promise of looking after his Quran. That is why we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used the means of Kufaz Ikram that throughout the world till the day of Qiyamah you'll have millions and millions of Kufaz Ikram who will by heart the Quran and if anyone has to make, make, make and interpret or bring, make the hadith, change the Quran then you will find that there are many who will bring the Quran back into its original form. And that is why that we will still have the Quran in that we want it exactly like how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had revealed it upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whereas if you go to the Bible, you will only find English Bibles and the Bibles of the current world today. As they were the original Bible of Aramaic and Hebrew, or Aramaic that came before Hebrew, that came revealed to Isa alayhi salatu salam, till today we can't find it. So there isn't any proof. There isn't any evidence. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guaranteed us our proof and our evidence that is the Quran Majid. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Quran and sent the revelation to the Anbiya wasalam, and it came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected it because ma kana Muhammadun aba ahadin min jalikum walakin Rasulullah wa khatam al-nabiyyin. Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is not any one of your people's fathers. Rather he is khatam al-nabiyyin. He is the seal of Prophethood and there is no... Message, message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come to anyone, to come to anyone till the day of Qiyamah. So nobody can claim prophethood, nobody can claim to be a Nabi. Because the Quran is told. When I just mentioned the Quran, the proof of the Quran is that it is from the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam right till today. The proof of it is that it doesn't contradict, it gives you different, different evidences and you will find that this is the basic proof of ours. That we use to say that our Islam is true. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that no Nabi is going to come after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Quran mentions that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the last messenger. So whatever the Quran tells us, we, this is our legislation, this is our deen. And anybody wants to tell us something against the Quran, then we say this is not Islam. This is not Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Whatever Rasulullah has given you, take it. That means whatever command he has given you, that you have fulfilled that command. And what he stopped you and prohibited you from doing, then refrain and stay away from it. So this is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam established from the Qur'an. So we got Qur'an Majid and then we also got the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is our basis of our deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took the promise to look after the Qur'an and added to the Qur'an is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the embodiment of the Qur'an Majid. And then we find after Amir alayhi salatu wasalam, after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam, we have Iman and Yateen, that Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam, were chosen and selected for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam, because Allah subhanahu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasalam in the hadith mentions, that just like I have been selected, like that my Sahaba, my companions, have been selected. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had chose the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum to be for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the, and, the, and the aqeedah and the belief of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah is that Amiya alayhi salatu wa salam are free from any type of sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had protected them. And Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, although they were the greatest of men, they also had fault with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show the ummah, to show the ummah what to do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a sahabi make a mistake and we find that the sahabi, when he made that mistake, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then corrected him and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did what was best in his interest and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sometimes gave that person punishment or whatever it may be. But the sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum taught us our deen. So if we have to now go against the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhu 
then we will find that we lose our deen. We lose totally our deen. We have to speak bad and ill of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, then we are actually losing our deen. Because first of all, Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum were those people who wrote the Qur'an. Who wrote the Qur'an. Amongst the Sahaba, with those Sahaba who wrote the Qur'an. Amongst them was Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhum, who was the son of Abu Sufyan radiallahu ta'ala anhum, who was the father of Yazid. And Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhum was the son of of Abu Sufyan radiallahu ta'ala he had the opportunity and had Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had granted him that status that he was a sahabi he was a sahabi a companion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and also his tribe of the Quran if we speak against Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala anhum then we will find that we are speaking against the person who wrote the Quran Abdul Qadir Jilani rahmatullahi who we know was great great wali and Sultan al-Awliya the greatest of awliya ikram he himself has said that if Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala is sitting on a horse and he is turning past me and the dust of that horse has to come onto my body, I will consider it an honor. The dust of the horse or the hoof of the horse of Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala, I will consider it an honor. So, awliya ikram have a greater status in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, Every sahabi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised them husna, has promised them jannah. Radiallahu anhum waradu anhu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy with them and they are happy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other place of the Quran, Allah says, Muhammad is Rasulullah. Muhammad is the Rasul of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَالَّذِينَ مَأَهُ أَشِدَّاءُ عَلَى الْكُفَّارِ And those with him, they are severe upon the kuffar. رَحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُمْ They have mercy among themselves. تَرَاهُمْ سُجَّدَيْ تَرَاهُمْ رُكَّاً سُجَّدًا You will see them in ruku and sajda, making ibadah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this verse, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already mentioned them in the Injil and the Torah. The Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala has already given status not only in the Quran but in the Injil and the Torah. So from that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted status to Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala. Now if someone has to come and tell us that Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala we're on the wrong path or this Sahabi became kafir as the people of today they call the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala and kuffar then they are kuffar they are the people who have left the fold of Islam by saying that Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala are kuffar whoever says this then they are out of the fold of Islam when Shaitan when Shaitan Satan had refused. Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran the entire story of Shaitan refusing to make sajda. Refusing to make sajda to Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then asked him, why don't you make sajda? He said, I'm not going to make sajda to that which you have created of sin. Khalaqtani min nar wa khalaqtahu min teen. You created me from the fire and you created him from sand. I'm not going to make sajda to him. 
So at the end of the story, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that Shaitan, Allah has changed him away. Innaka rajeem, go away. And he asks for his fight. Ila yomil waqtum. To the day of Qiyamah, give me his fight. Don't take my life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you are given that. You are given that his fight. And he took a promise. And that promise he mentioned that فَبِمَا أَغْوَيْتَنِي لَأَقْوَدَنَّ لَهُمْ سِرَاتَكَ الْمِسْتَقِيمِ فَبِمَا أَغْوَيْتَنِي With what? Respite you have given me, I will sit in front of the slave part. And I will not allow them to worship you, I will not allow them to obey you. Talking regarding us, Adam alayhi salatu wasalam and his progeny. And I will go from the right and I will go from the left, I will go from the front and I will go from the back. So that I can mislead. Now shaitan has already started a war. A war against mankind. A war against insan. I need to mislead these people. I need to mislead them from going to Jannah and take them out and put them into Jahannam. The shaitan is not going to come and tell us, guys, don't worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah ta'ala teaches us his tricks in the Quran, that his tricks are of deception, are of deception. When Adam alayhi salatu salam and Hawa radiallahu ta'ala and were walking in Jannah, the shaitan comes and deceives them and tells them to eat from the tree. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَاسَمَهُمَا إِنِّي لَكُمَا لَمِنَ النَّاسِهِينَ And I take a qasam to Allah, I am from the nasi, I am from those people who will give you good advice. فَدَلَّهُمَا بِغُرُورُ Shaitan had deceived them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah, Shaitan had indicated them to with deception. And deceived them. What's the difference between deception and lies? Lies is something that you know is totally contradictory to your logic. It is against every evidence and proof. But deception is where a person, he sees something is truth. He, the outcome is truthful. But because of the truth, the other things around it also think that it is truthful. So he begins to follow it because of his evidence on one aspect of truth. So he's, he's being deceived. And shaitan deceived. The mankind and insan like this, that he takes you out from the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thinking that you're worshipping Allah ta'ala. Shaitan makes you believe in something, and you believe that you are a true Muslim on sirat and mustaqeem, but because of your belief system, you have long term became a kafir. And again, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, aqeedah. It's very, very important. The aqidah of the Qur'an Madid, the aqidah of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, the ways of shaitan are two ways. Or many ways. But two ways is that he sometimes gives the status to a person higher than the status that he needs. Like we find in Christianity, they are given Isa alayhi salatu salam the status of God. And now they think they are worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but they are worshipping a man. A man. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who says, both of them, Isa alayhi salatu salam and Maryam alayhi salam, had eaten food. 
How could you worship someone who ate food? Rather, you worship the food because the food gave him strength. But Shaitan used people who came and they had made change to Shaitan, change the deen of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And they made Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made Isa alayhi salatu wasalam into God and now they worship God. And in many other places, we find that this is the system of Shaitan where he raises the person higher than what he is. And then their people began to worship. My own experience, my own in one ijtima was, one ijtima, a place of deen. A place of deen. A person who is calling for the last subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person comes, I make sugar to Allah that I was in alim class and I knew what was right from wrong. He comes to me and he tells me, who is the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? I say, obviously we all know, there's a bin Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then he says, no, no, you got it wrong. The most beloved to Allah is himself. Is himself. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came in the form of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam into this dunya. So how shaitan works? He makes you worship someone. Huh? It makes him into a higher position and now you're worshipping Muhammad rather than worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the style of shaitan. And the second way of shaitan is that those people who are of status, he drops them and he defames them to break the deen, to break that religion. If I in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abdullah bin Ubay, who was the munafiq, Rais of Munafiq, he couldn't go, he couldn't bring Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam down. So what he did, let's put a blackmail on Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, the wife of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, bring her down so that the deen of Aisha, the deen of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam can come down and can be lost. Similarly, of the people who are trying to attack Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, the ways of shaitan, if you attack Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, then what will happen? The entire deen will be broken. The entire Islam will be broken. So this is the second way of shaitan, that he discredits the people of deen. So they go around and they say, Aisha fil nar, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is in the fire of Jahannam. Na'udhu billah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection. And he talk evil about Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an Majid has promised them Jannah radiallahu anhum waradu'an that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is part of our aqidah, the ahlu sunnah wal jama'ah, that we believe in Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. They are those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has protected from sin. And then we believe in the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum that everybody, every one of them has been just, everybody or every one of them was on the straight path, and not one of them, they never renegade and become kafir after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away. And it is because of them, after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we find that deen has spread throughout the world. So we revere Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, we don't talk evil about Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, we don't talk evil of the Ahl Bayt, the house of Rasulullah talk evil of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, Whatever matters that happen between them, we stand back. We worry about our own deen. If we are going to be talking evil about Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, what will we answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's kiyamah? He's not going to ask us regarding Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, he's going to ask us regarding our deen. Our deen, Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, and how Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala had 
live their life. But rather, in the Akhlas, it's getting our own life. So we have as Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah, that Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, kulluhum adun, everybody was on the straight path, and we don't go against them in any way, and don't speak evil about them. If we speak evil about them, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had mentioned in the hadith, that curse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, be and those who speak evil of my Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, and ask me, Allah grant me the perfect ability to have the right aqidah, the right yaqeen, and the right iman, so that we will be on the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will grant us entry into Jannah, because of our iman.